We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 51 is going to be from James chapter 1 and verse 27. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is twofold. Visit orphans and widows in their trouble, loving neighbor as yourself, and to keep oneself unspotted from the world, loving God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. The same as the two great commands given by Jesus in which he said, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. James chapter 1 and verse 27 reads, Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Orphans and widows are people that have been through a lot in their lives. A widow has lost her husband, an orphan has lost their family, and the Christian family is supposed to replace this family in their lives. And we are to take care of one another. We are to help one another get through this life and all the hardships of this life in order to make it to heaven. Jesus said in Luke 19 and verse 10, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus was seeking out people to help. He wasn't just sitting around and waiting for people to come to him, but he was seeking them out, looking to help them. And that's what we need to be doing with these orphans and widows. In the orphans and widows, we need to be looking to them in their trouble, going to them and trying to help them get through their trouble and the pain of this world so that ultimately they can make it to heaven where all this pain, suffering will be gone. In verse 21 of James chapter 1, it says, Therefore, laying aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness. There are a lot of people today in the world that like to take advantage of people, especially people that are helpless. And orphan and widows, they're down, they're hurt, and people like to take advantage of them. And this is an overflow of wickedness in our world today. When money and different things become more important than people. In Matthew chapter 22, verses 36 and 37, Jesus told the people the two great commands in the law. To love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength. This is the first one. Because without the first one, you can't have the second one. But the second one is to love thy neighbor as thyself. And then he would go on to tell the people that the entirety of the law and the prophets hangs on these two commandments. If we love God with all of our soul, with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our strength, then the second one is going to be easy to love thy neighbor as thyself. But everything else falls under these two commandments. If we get these two commandments right, we have Christianity understood. To love the Lord thy God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our strength is to keep his commandments. John chapter 14 and verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Going on in James chapter 1 to verse 22, it says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. 
visiting orphans and widows in their trouble. It takes being a doer of the word. It takes understanding what the word means. In Mark chapter 10, in verse 45, Jesus said, For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give us a life a ransom for many. Jesus came to this world to serve and to help people. And if we're going to be like him, in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1, Paul said, follow after me as I follow after Christ. If we're going to follow after Paul as he follows after Christ, then we have to be a doer of the word. And that means going to orphans and widows in their trouble and trying to help them and trying to relieve their suffering and their struggles and help them to understand that there are people that are going to be here for them. And this is called pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father. But we cannot do this if we're sitting at home in our easy chair, watching sports, watching TV. You know, we've had a hard day at work. We want to come home and we want to relax. But we can't do what God wants us to do. We can't be a doer of the word if we're not out in the world doing the word. In verse 23 of James chapter 21, it says, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. We're reading the word of God. We understand that it tells us to be a servant, tells us to go out into the world and to love people and to try to help them with their understanding of God and be able to help them get to heaven. But if we're not willing to actually go out into the world and put to practice what we read in the scriptures, then we're like a man observing his natural face in a mirror who immediately forgets who he is. We read the word of God. We understand that it says to do this. But as soon as we read it, it goes in one ear and out the other, and we forget what type of face we have. In verse 25 of James chapter 1, it says, But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. We cannot be a forgetful hearer. When God says pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble, and to keep oneself unspotted from the world— then this means we've got to hear this and we've got to put it to practice in our lives. And we need to be out in the world seeking people who we can help. And orphans and widows, they need help in their trouble. And then in verse 26, it says, If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. And so we're talking about being a forgetful hearer hearing what we need to do, and then immediately turning around and forgetting what we heard. And then we go and talk bad about these people. Orphans and widows, well, we can blame it on them for being orphans and widows. Well, that person over there is poor, and if they'd just go out and get a job, they wouldn't be poor anymore. Well, but where is our heart in helping people? Pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is twofold, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble, loving neighbor as yourself. How would you like to be loved if you became an orphan or if you were a widow at home and nobody was coming to visit you and you have no family around to help and people are just walking by and... 
passing by on the other side as they did with the man that had been beaten and left on the side of the road for dead in the parable of the Good Samaritan? Or are you going to be the Good Samaritan and to put him on your donkey, take him to the inn, pay for it, and tell the innkeeper if there's anything that he needs extra when you return, you'll pay that as well. You see, that's loving your neighbor. In pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is twofold, to visit widows and orphans in their trouble, loving neighbor as yourself. And then the second part, and to keep oneself unspotted from the world, loving God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. The same as the two great commands given by Jesus, in which he said, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets, to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. If we're going to love God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our mind or strength, then we need to seek first the kingdom of God. We need to put him first in everything in our lives. This means when he says to do something, we do it. We don't question it. We don't say I'm too tired after a hard day's work to do it. When he says to do something, we keep his commandments if we truly love him. John chapter 14 and verse 15. In the Old Testament, in Leviticus chapter 19, verses 9 and 10, it says, When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not wholly reap the corners of your field, nor shall you gather the gleanings of your harvest, and you shall not glean your vineyard, nor shall you gather every grape of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and the stranger. I am the Lord. This is what God truly thought of people and how much we should take care of them is that when Israel planted their vineyards and their fields, that they weren't to take everything out of it because they understood that the poor needed to be taken care of. If we're going to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our strength, and he tells us to take care of the poor, at least here he tells Israel to take care of the poor by allowing them to glean in their fields. And we take everything out of our fields and we have no concern for the people that God wants us to have concern for. How are we going to be right with him? How are we going to say that we love him with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our strength? And I believe this is why in James chapter 1 and verse 27, these two things are tied together. Visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world because you can't have pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father if we're not doing both of these things. And if we're not doing one, then the other one is going to be left undone. And if the other one is being done, but we're neglecting the other, then we can't do either one. It's not possible. We have to care for what God wants us to care for. That's why he said, the greatest command is to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength. And the second is like unto it, to love our neighbor as ourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Without one, the other one gets undone. It's not possible to do one and not the other in this case. And this is why he says this is pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father. In the story of Ruth, we find that this is how Ruth was able to eat when she came back with Naomi. In Ruth chapter 1, verses 1 through 7, the Bible says... There was a relative of Naomi's husband, a man of great wealth, of the family of Elimelech. 
His name was Boaz. So Ruth the Moabitess said to Naomi, Please let me go into the field and glean heads of grain after him, in whose sight I may find favor. And she said to her, Go, my daughter. Then she left and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And she happened to come to a part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was a family of Elimelech. Now, behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered him, The Lord bless you. Then Boaz said to his servant who was in charge of the reapers, Whose young woman is this? So the servant who was in charge of the reapers answered and said, It is the young Moabite woman who came back with Naomi from the country of Moab. And she said, Please let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came and has continued from morning until now, though she rested a little in the house. And so Boaz loved this woman in that he allowed her to glean in his field. But he kept the command of God. If he had not kept the command of God and left some in the field to be gleaned, then he would not have kept himself unspotted from the world. In James chapter 1 and verse 27, pure and undefiled religion for God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. If we're not doing this, then we're not keeping ourselves unspotted from the world because God has commanded us to do this. This is not something that he's asking us to do that we can either do or turn down, but something that we must do if we're going to have pure and undefiled religion before the God and the Father. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 48, it says, Be ye perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. You see, there is pure and undefiled religion right there. If we are perfect as our heavenly Father is perfect. Now, we know that there was only one person that ever did this perfectly, and this was Jesus. Jesus never sinned. He kept his religion perfect before God. But the way that he did this was that every time temptation rolled about, he always did those things that were pleasing to the Father. Well, here, we're told pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. We cannot be unspotted from the world if we're not doing the first part of this. In Matthew chapter 22, verses 36 through 40, Teacher, which is the great command in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great command. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Everything falls under these two commands. If we're not keeping the law, if we're not keeping Jesus' commandments, then we cannot love God with all our heart. If we're not following what he says to do, then we do not love him. If our fruit is not showing that we love him, then we do not love him. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 20, it says, and you shall know them by their fruits. We are known by our fruit. If our fruit that we are producing is the fruit of the Spirit, then we love God. If it is not, then we do not. And one of the fruits that we're told is to to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. If we are doing this, then our fruit shows we love God. And we have pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father if we visit orphans and widows in their trouble and if we keep oneself unspotted from the world. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is twofold. Visit orphans and widows in their trouble, loving neighbor as yourself, 
and to keep oneself unspotted from the world, loving God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. The same as the two great commands given by Jesus, in which he said, on these two commands hang all the law and the prophets. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.